out of it like if this is like weird but like it just like was I think in- we're way past yeah. it. <laughs> Welcome to Nowhere Close to Famous, where we have extraordinary conversations with ordinary people. I'm your host, Josh Story, and I'm joined as always by, by my co-host, Brooke Seal. Hey, people. We have a very fun interview today with our new friend, Carol McGowan. She is so funny. I had so much fun sitting down and chatting with her. She is a student at TCU we got connected to uh-huh. because she downplayed it, played the humble card multiple <laughs> times. We set her up so many times, and every time she knocked it down. Yeah, she just refused to brag. She did, but she blew up on TikTok like overnight has gone viral on TikTok. Um, and you'll see why after you get to listen to our conversation with her. She is hysterical. And so we talked a lot with her about just um, kind of being funny and what that's like almost as an identity piece and what it was like to process going viral on TikTok and how she still is really in that scene and how that kind of affects like future decisions. And we even talked about, and hear me, extroverted turkeys. That's right. So. That's a little nugget to hopefully uh, <laughs> wet your whistle for this episode. That's right. We had a blast talking to her, and we hope you have a blast listening. So without further ado, here is our conversation with Carol McGowan. Carol McGowan, welcome to the podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited. Thanks for <laughs> spending a Saturday with us. Yeah. yeah. This so, so fun. Uh, this is our first time meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh I think, well, y'all technically met for we like a hot yeah. track. And it was impactful. <laughs> <laughs> it was a scene. <laughs> so I'm excited because there's a bunch of things that I want to know about you. So first, let's take it back a little bit. Where are you from? So I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then I'm at TCU right now okay. for college. So Missouri is considered like Midwest, yes. right? Okay. So I feel like we've interviewed a lot of Californians, a lot of yeah. Texans. I don't know if we've interviewed a lot of Midwestern really? Spice some things up, then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which I never thought anyone would say about the Midwest. Yeah, <laughs> well, that was that was my question. Is like I feel like I'm beginning to see more and more like strong Midwest pride because like Texans mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm. have pride, Californians obviously think California is the best. Do you have like Midwest pride? It's almost like anti pride. <laughs> like it's like you all hate it so much that you love it. Yeah, in a yeah. way. <laughs> or it's like no one else can talk bad about it but yeah we yeah, no, yeah other yeah. people talk yeah. bad about it about, i'm like you no, like you can't do that but i talk bad about it like all all the time yeah <laughs> it's like if someone's like picking on your little brother it's like it no like, i can pick yeah. on my brother <laughs> but you can't say a word exactly look at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah totally That's valid. um what was growing up in st louis like honestly how i imagine it it was kind of the environment was a typical like suburban okay kind of place but at the same time it was such like a weird environment like everyone there had very like interesting personalities at least like growing up where i like the people i surrounded myself with like very funny and then when i came to texas it was a little like less of that like people (laughs) were a little like not like as much humor and i was like when i came to college i was like oh i'm kind of weird and like that's not normal anymore (laughs) yeah so okay i'm gonna jump jump ahead a little bit we we stalked your Instagram and your TikTok. Perfect. You are hilarious. <laughs> right? Thank you. Like you are legitimately so <laughs> hilarious. Um, did you did you grow up funny, or is that just everyone around you was funny? So that you just feel like that was like part um, of it. Um, I would say I thought I was funny, okay. but I'm not sure if everyone else thought I was funny. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Um, like 
if I like like I said earlier, like if I was around my like younger self, like I don't think I could stand her. <laughs> but like oh, no. people thought I was funny. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like did that did like someone like speak that into your life and say, Hey, like you are funny, or did you just like grow up feeling like I feel like I'm pretty funny? Hmm. Good question. Um, I feel like it was like me and my best friend growing up. We were always like the funny ones okay. in our class. Mm-hmm. So it was kinda like we were hyped up yeah. like Yeah each other and yeah. like everyone else hyped us up so i feel like that's kind of where honestly like my humor all like stems from my best friend and she's been my best friend okay my entire life so yeah, yeah. that's awesome yeah were you like the class clown type yes but also like in my grade like my grade had four like my class had 14 people so oh, it was really? like there was like 30 percent of us okay. were class clowns so it was kind of competitive <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> yeah. everyone's like competing to be the yeah. clown of all clowns. Yeah, the one. <laughs> yeah. So did did you go to like a really small private school? Yeah, so I I transferred a lot actually. Okay. So starting off, I went to a smaller Catholic grade school, okay. and then I transferred to a bigger public school, and then I went to an even bigger middle school for a year, and then I transferred in seventh grade to a regular sized okay. private school again. Cool. So jumping around a lot. Yeah. So yeah, totally. had to kind of. Personality had to kind of be big yeah. in order to yeah. like fit in fast. Yeah, that's a lot of change to experience yeah. that young. Yeah. So it was like being funny, kind of like your calling card. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which got me into trouble sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you like being the funny one or are you like, man, I'd love to be like the smart one or the whatever other label pops into your brain? I definitely like being the funny one, but sometimes I'm like, shoot, like I wish I could be normal in this mm. situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So like, You're like, I couldn't turn it off if I wanted to. <laughs> yeah, like, this is me. Like, take yeah. it as you get it. <laughs> yeah. So how would you describe high school Carol? Oh, <laughs> yikes. <laughs> Crazy. Like, <Okay. laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, if you were to class with me, like, we weren't doing class. <laughs> like, it was like, I, I made that, like, the Carol show. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> so how did that, like, like, play out? Um... You know, I, cause my school started in seventh grade. I was there till I graduated senior year. So okay. it was like, we kind of seventh grade. I was actually so cripplingly shy. Cause it was really? like, I transferred school so much. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I like, it was hard. Cause it was like, I don't know how to like go about meeting new people every year. And I was yeah. like, Oh, I probably won't be here very long. So I was so used to transferring. Um, so I was like, just so like petrified. <laughs> like I could not hold a conversation in yeah. seventh grade. And then I like kind of realized seventh grade. I was like, oh, like, people like me because I'm funny. Mm. So I, like, kind of, like, played off that a lot. And that's, like, how I made, like, a lot of my friends was, like, just, like, being weird in a way. Um, Like, I'd be, like, shouting weird things at lunch and everything. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, like, people like this. (laughs) Um, So that, honestly, like, being funny kind of, like, as kind of sounds bad that, like, it was, like, how I made friends was, like, being funny. Um, And then in high school, like, I literally was, like, way too comfortable at that place, like, Mm. our classes like we did not get the like i was distracting yeah. classes <laughs> like i'm gonna call it now the teacher said it right yeah. <laughs> like i got sent to the principal's office a little too many times <laughs> <laughs> i'm changed now though so <laughs> so let me ask you this i i feel like when we like grow up oftentimes we try to find like our thing that makes us us right mm-hmm. or like the thing that differentiates me from other kids and stuff like that for me that was playing music like i I learned Mm -hmm. early on that i could play music and no one else could so that just kind of became who i was but then i also found that if someone else came along and they could play music and they were better i felt threatened 
right? Yeah. Where I was like, oh my gosh, like if I'm not the music guy, then who am I? Have you ever felt that like along the way of thinking, no, like I'm the funny person. Then someone else comes along who's funny or funnier. Have have you ever felt that sense of, okay, who am I if I'm not the funny person? So it could go two ways. Honestly, like if I was in like a room and like I was a funny one there and like someone new came in and they're also funny, I would either feel like, like you said, like threatened and be like, oh no, like yeah. someone else is here. <laughs> or, but sometimes it's like you bounce off each yeah, other totally. really totally. well. Usually I feel like it's like the bouncing off oh, cool. thing. But then like when it is, like I do feel threatened. It's like, like I got to change this. Like I'm not like yeah. supposed to be the only funny one here. <laughs> That's a really cool perspective though. Cause mm -hmm. I can imagine where uh, you find another person and instead of like, well, to me, that sounds really healthy, right? Mm -hmm, because yeah. it's really easy to feel threatened, but to see it as like, oh, another person to do bits with. Like that, mm -hmm. that perfect. That has to be so, so fun and yeah. like life giving. Yeah. Cause even like with like TikTok, like when I'm like creating stuff like by myself, it's like so hard. Cause yeah. like it's like you're thinking in your brain, it's like there's nothing to like go off bounce of. off of. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. like I'm not like running this with like a friend or so something yeah. and like it's just me. So it's like, when like another per like you add another perspective then it's like oh like why did i not think about right. that so yeah. yeah i feel like too being witty like your jokes are always like situational like you're always mm -hmm. like what's funny is whatever's happening in the moment and your yeah. your take or perspective on yeah. it but if you're just if it's you and your phone you're like yeah. there's no change here for me to like have something funny to say about yeah so and that's that like it's so hard. challenging because it's yeah. like i'm literally like i have to post another tiktok like i haven't posted one in a week and yeah. it's like but like what is like yeah. i'm in my room like trying to like scroll through like tiktok to get like kind of yeah. like what's the word inspiration yeah, i don't know yeah. why yeah. i couldn't think of that word but yeah. it's like hard because it's like you're not in the situation where it's like you can build something off of that yeah, yeah. so I, that is fired something in my brain like i feel like within the comedy realm right mm -hmm. you have mm -hmm. like stand-up where you mm -hmm. sit and you write and you pour over what's the right way to say this joke and you're like legitimately writing jokes mm -hmm. you know but then you have like your sketch stuff which is or like your improv stuff but i feel like tiktok has created this whole new category of comedy where you're creating these videos um where you do have to like to me it's kind of a mix of it's not improv where you're just like responding to another person mm -hmm. in real time you're having to write it the way that like a stand-up would but it's a completely different medium what's the like what's your process like as you kind of try to figure out how do i post something funny um honestly i get asked this question a lot and my process is that there's no process <laughs> like <Okay. Yeah. laughs> the videos that work out best for me are the ones that i just like literally like came into my brain and i was like okay i'm gonna record this i'm gonna post this like yeah probably gonna get like two likes probably like take it down a little bit yeah. but like those are my best videos the ones that i literally don't think about really? and just huh. post huh i feel like i keep like skipping ahead no i like <laughs> right? doing it going backwards you are what the world would call tiktok famous in a sense right yeah it's funny when i get that because when people say that i'm just like i'm like no that's a lie <laughs> like when i think of tiktok famous i think of like addison ray right, like yeah, charlie yeah. and it's like i uh -huh. have like you know a decent amount of followers decent amount of likes but it's like at the same time, like I post stuff and it's like, I might get 30 likes on something, but yeah. the next I might get like a million. So it's right. like weird. Cause it's like, am I TikTok famous or yeah. like, totally. what is it? Yeah. But like to have several videos that have like over a million views or like a million likes, like that's a big deal. Yeah. You know? So walk us through it. When, when was the first time that you like posted something that went absolutely viral? 
Okay, so funny thing is, I so I got TikTok right when it was musically before I downloaded it. Like, okay, right when it became a thing, I was graduating high school at the time, and like I like no one had it, but they would like repost stuff on Instagram. And I was like, this is kind of funny, but everyone was like, this app's weird. But I was like, I'm going to download it. (laughs) So I just downloaded it. And then I didn't actually start using it till like November of college, my freshman year of college. So a few months later, um, and I remember I posted something and I got like 300 likes. And I was like bragging to people about like, I was like, I'm like TikTok famous. (laughs) And I was like, I got 300 likes. Like that's like nothing. Like that's pretty like if I got 300 likes now, I'd be like, Okay. Like, like, should I delete it? Yeah. <laughs> like, do better. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that had a little bit of something. It got more than like 10, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. I need more. Um, and then over quarantine, it was like, I wasn't doing anything right. else. So, um, I Nor just was like, the rest of the world. Yeah, yeah. And everyone was on TikTok. Um, so I just started posting random things. Now, like when I look back at them, I'm like, I gotta delete this. It's <laughs> weird. Um, and then my first, like I say like actual viral one, was I showed up to Starbucks. Do you know Diary of a Wimpy Kid? I'm familiar. Yeah. It's a movie. Um, I feel like it was my kind of when I was in like third grade. Um, yeah. But it was like a big deal. Like yeah. I was obsessed with those books. But I put on like this Rowley makeup. And I was like filming another video before and I forgot I had it on. And I like walked in. Like I was starting to walk into Starbucks. I was like, oh my gosh, I have Rowley makeup on. Like I had like black eyeshadow like on my face and everything. <laughs> And then I took a video in my car and I was like, I was like, I just walked into Starbucks with like Rowley makeup on. <laughs> um, and that was like kind of like my first like viral one. Um, and then from there, I'm trying to think of feels like so long ago. And then from there, I kind of had like somewhat successful TikToks. Yeah. And then I think then when I really like what made me like kind of blow up in a way yeah. was last February I posted one of me screaming the Gettysburg address <laughs> um, <laughs> at my sleeping roommate <laughs> I say that like it's normal like for me it's like I've said this right, so many times Tuesday. yeah it was for us though like yeah. that's what it was like you it was so normal screaming the Gettysburg address yes at your sleeping roommate yes so me and my roommate were like best friends yeah. um she was it was like one o'clock she was like I don't know if she was actually asleep but she was starting to doze off and yeah. I was like in my brain, I was like, I'm going to scream the Gettysburg Address. Why Gettysburg Address? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Why do I even have that memorized in the first place? How familiar are you with the Gettysburg yeah, Address? Yeah, in seventh grade, we had to memorize it. And like and when I really memorize stuck. something, for some, like it's really hard for me to memorize stuff. So when I memorize something, like it sticks with me yeah. for life. Because yeah. I have to put it in like my deep memory yeah, to memorize yeah. it. Yeah. But I think we were talking about it in like my class that day. <laughs> I don't know why we were talking about that, like in a college class, like the Gettysburg Address. Like yeah. I'm a film major, <laughs> yeah. um, but I was like, major. I'm gonna scream it at her, and yeah. that's what happened. happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and I'm gonna video it. Yeah, that's hilarious. so. Like walk us through when so you just have this hilarious idea, you post it, all of a sudden you start to see all like the video count go up. I would assume, mm-hmm. what's going through your head as you're watching this thing slowly go go viral? It is honestly like the strangest feeling because it's like some people try like I don't really like it's hard to fully understand. And then like people like ask me about it and they're like, that's crazy that you got like four million likes. Like that's like not yeah. I didn't get four million likes. So sorry. That's a lie <laughs> um, for like four million views or whatever. Um, And I was like, oh, it is like, dang. But it's like so crazy because like literally like you ref- I've taken like screen recordings of it because it's like this is the like weirdest thing ever. But yeah. like you're refreshing your phone and like every time it's like a like new like 100 people that have liked it and it's like yeah. 
whoa. And then it's like so much to keep up with because it's like you go to class, like I would go to class and then I would like check my phone and like there'd be so many new comments. And like, I remember one time like Tinder commented on my thing and like I didn't know because I was in class. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not checking my phone all the time. And then people were like, she's not going to respond to Tinder. And I was like, I've been in class for an hour. Like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> then That's like people wild. in the comment have a theory about how you're not going <laughs> to respond to Tinder. It's like, like she 30 minutes. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's wild. Have you tried to like crack the code of what goes viral and what, what doesn't? I have. It's really hard. Um, my like kind of like my thing is kind of more like pranks, comedy okay. and like funny things that have happened to me. Yeah. Um, But it's also like you can't stick to that too much or else yeah. it's like you got it. Like you got to keep coming up with like new stuff in a way. And yeah. like it's so it's yeah. hard to like kind of pin yourself down to those topics. So people yeah. ask me all the time, like, what's your thing? And it's like usually like pranks and stuff but honestly like it's all just like random funny stuff yeah. like yeah. yeah yeah dang have have there ever been videos where you had an idea you recorded it you posted it and you're like this is genius and then like doesn't do anything <laughs> yes and i usually like take it down because yeah. i'm like yikes <laughs> like i thought this was gonna be good yeah you're like i learned yeah. i was humbled yeah. and uh, we're gonna remove it yeah <laughs> how much of that do you think is like the algorithm versus like the idea wasn't as funny as you thought it was hmm i feel like it's a mix of both because it's like when i hit like when i hit when i'm supposed to hit kind of in a way and it's yeah. like when i get that content perfectly it's yeah. like it'll like the algorithm will do its thing but it's yeah. like sometimes it's like i post something i'm like okay this is like my type of content they'll yeah. like it and then it's like oh like never mind yeah. like that didn't work so it's hard because it's like you really it's like the algorithm can either work in your favor so much yeah, or like totally not at all right so it's difficult because it's like it's such an interesting app because it's like what are the like you can yeah. never go like viral on twitter you know right, like totally. right by yourself but like tiktok just like sets it up for you and it's like if you like keep posting funny stuff like most of them you're probably gonna get like small amount of likes but like eventually like you'll have one that like yeah. you don't know why but like it'll get a lot of likes yeah totally yeah so being in college walk me through going viral as a student because and i feel like recent recent episodes i've been yeah. saying like the back in my day type of stuff i sound yeah. like an old man josh is old <laughs> i am old <laughs> however like when i was in college like there was no way to be famous of any kind unless you were like legitimately famous right mm -hmm. like there was a, a guy that i went to college with who was on american idol and oh, and, and like that was legit fame because you were on tv mm -hmm. right like no one like Instagram fame didn't exist. TikTok fame di didn't exist. Like you had to like legitimately be f like on TV or a movie. Um, but then, other than that, you were just a college kid walking around. But I feel like now any college kid can go viral in a moment. Yeah. Does that affect your college experience? Or I guess like how does that affect your college experience? Um, It's definitely interesting because it's like when I think about it, like so many of my friends like a big majority of my friends have like gone viral on TikTok yeah. at least like for one video. So it's like, that's why at the same time people are like, you're TikTok famous. It's like, well, like she like, also so got with my roommates. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> she got a million likes too. Like yeah. what makes me any more special? Totally. Um, but it's definitely like interesting. Cause at freshman year, like I came into college to see you and it was like, Oh, like, is this the right fit for me? Like I'm weird. Like mm. I'm weird mm. in a way. Um, <laughs> uh, and like everyone at TCU was like really like, Sounds bad, but like most people don't have a sense of humor okay, and yeah. stuff. Um, and then like TikTok was kind of like what made me almost like it helped me a lot in school because it was like, oh, like 
now like my humor kind of like I found a place to, like put yeah. my humor in a way yeah, and everything. Totally. And it's like people actually like understand me now. You know, it's like I'm not some weird girl <laughs> yeah. in the dorm like doing stuff. It's like oh like she's actually funny. She's not just yeah. like some random girl. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've heard a lot of like comedians and stuff like that talk about how they grew up kind of feeling. I don't know if misunderstood is the right word, but like feeling almost like other than of like, I have this sense of humor and I see the world in a way that like no one else sees the world. Has that been your experience? Like, like when, when you're walking around and you're like, Oh, that's hilarious. Or, Oh, that, that could be a bit or that, that could be a sketch. Do you feel like you see the world in a way that no one else does? Yes. Yeah. Like more than you will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> How so? Um, it's so funny because like my thought process and like I've talked to like so many people about it, but it's like even like compared to my dad, like my dad's like the exact opposite of me. Like he's okay. an engineer, like thinks in fully like black and white, like <laughs> yeah. math. And like I cannot I literally can't do simple like division. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and like when I tell him stuff that like I think about a situation, he's just like I like didn't think he was like that was just like a normal thing to yeah. me. Like that's so weird that you're like thinking about. Yeah all this and it's like a lot of people do like a lot of my friends like think that way so it's like i feel like i'm not fully like alone because it's like a lot of my friends have similar personalities and yeah. it's like oh like i'm not totally crazy i'm yeah. a little crazy but <laughs> <laughs> some of us are as well yeah, so totally yeah. i have to brag on our friends at our spray change really quick i'm not gonna stop you I was on their Instagram today and they shared uh, a few of the words that people had chosen and the word that came to mind for me was like, meaningful. Like it was just so cool to hear mm. stories of loss and stories of grief, but then also stories of hope and joy and everything in between. And it made me realize that our spirit change, although we already love them, is just doing some really thoughtful, impactful things. Yeah, they're so intentional. I, I kind of think about it. I've purchased a ton of stuff from them, <laughs> but also been gifted stuff from yeah. them. And when you make a custom order, they write you a handwritten thank you note that references your custom order and they write about it and send it back to you in the mail. That's um, incredible. Which is so sweet. And then, yeah, I like to think of it as like they kind of steward the stories that they're entrusted with, mm. which is so cool and something that I hope we do well too. Yeah, totally. And so we're so proud to partner with them. And so just like always, you can go to oursparechange.com and use code NOWHEREClose at checkout to get 20% off your purchase. You're studying film mm. at TCU. What what prompted that? So my it's so random because like everyone like growing up was like, oh, I want to be like a doctor, a teacher. Yeah. But I was like, oh, like in like fourth grade, I was like, I want to be a screenwriter. Yeah. I had no idea what that meant. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I like movies. And yeah. like yeah. I remember like my dad asked me one time, like growing up, he was like, what do you want to do when you grow up? I was like, I was like, well, I really like movies. And he's like screenwriter. I was like, yeah. And I like literally ran with it and yeah. still here with it. Not yeah. not still don't want to be like not going into like oh, I want to be fully like a screenwriter, but like I yeah. want to go into like the world of like film and digital media and yeah. like advertising. Totally. That's awesome. That is cool. Oh, so like, so writing more for that side of like film <laughs> production as opposed to like TV and movies and stuff like that. Um, so honestly, I used to, I'm not exactly sure yeah. what I want to do. Like I know like my calling is like in film and video yeah. um, and like storytelling, but it's like, honestly, I've just been saying like wherever the wind takes me. Yeah. We'll see where I end up. Um, I like the more like pre-production side of things. Mm. So like coming up with the idea and like planning it. Yeah. But I'm not sure if I really like, I like writing all of it out, but like that's yeah. so like in like career wise, it's like, right. And like one in a million kind of yeah. like yeah. to be like a screenwriter, but yeah, something in film, something creative. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, 
lean more towards like comedy or drama or somewhere in between? It's hard because like my life is like comedy, but then like <laughs> yeah. when I think about like doing stuff, it's like, oh, like I like drama and like I like like emotional things yeah. and everything. I, but really like it's like my goal is just like to do like joyful content mm. yeah. and like happy content that's like good for people and yeah. like healthy for people to watch. Cause like even now, like TikTok, it's like that's been one of my goals and TikTok is like to put out like content that is like joy giving and like yeah. happy and makes people laugh. Cause like a lot of stuff on TikTok, it's like, I'm watching him this. I'm like, this is awful. Like, <laughs> right. this is awful for the world. Like, yeah. I literally put like not interested every time. Like, something I don't like. Right, get that out of my algorithm. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, get that out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's been kind of like my whole like mission, like in life, to like that's do neat. everything I do, like do it all with joy, and like yeah. try to spread that joy to others. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Where that's do you feel like the draw to like storytelling and even emphasizing joy in storytelling comes from? Sorry, one second. <coughs> Well, Sorry, no. <laughs> that's my answer right there. Next question. Huh? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see your <laughs> question and I'll raise you a cough. Yeah. All right, moving yeah. on. Um, sorry, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> in storytelling and in emphasizing joy, I feel like that's such a profound thing. Mm -hmm. So, where does your drive for like that specific? Because that's honestly pretty niche. Of like, yeah. oh, I want to be a storyteller and I want to emphasize joy, and to even have that perspective I think is really unique. So where do you feel like that comes from or how is that ingrained in you? Yeah. So my whole life has kind of like, I have loved stories like my entire life. Like I'm sure like every other kid, like my parents would read me like books, like every like night and everything. And like, I watched so many movies like with my dad and with my family. So I feel like literally like it's been engraved in me since I was little, like the concept of storytelling mm. and everything. And I just love like, telling people stories and like I love making people laugh and like making people happy mm. um and then I feel like when I like got in as I like matured like kind of realized like that the world like a lot of things like the people are like putting in the world are not like good for us in a mm -hmm. way and like not like life-giving um and I was like oh like I feel like I really have a calling to like go into this like realm of storytelling and like put my joy into it so that other people can experience that joy. That's neat. That's yeah. awesome. That's neat. What are your current like favorite shows or movies that mm. kind of fall in that category? Ooh, it's hard because I get asked this question literally so many times a week, <laughs> like what my favorite movie is. And it's like, I like cannot pick favorites, yeah, but totally. yeah. <laughs> I, it's as stupid as it sounds like I love kids movies Yeah. Mm. and I love like cars inside out Yeah, totally. because they're just so like, they have such like a message in them and yeah. they're so just like, like I said, just like, I feel like I'm using this word over and over again, but like so life-giving and yeah. like mm -hmm. just so like happy in a way. And like, also like it brings you through, like, I guess what makes a good story. It's like a lot of times, like when I'm doing stuff, I'm like, Oh, this all has to be like happy. This all has to be like good. But it's like, no, like part of the whole story is like knowing that there's highs and lows and yeah. that's like what makes a good story. Yeah, totally. And I feel like from an industry standpoint too, like when you see the way that like kids movies blow up, like mm -hmm. I think it was, was it Kung Fu Panda that did like a bil billion dollars in revenue, like all over the world. It was, it was something crazy. Yeah. And I remember I heard an interview, I think with Jack, Jack Black at the time. And he said something of like, look at them stuff that's coming out, right? Like there's nothing for parents to take their kids to see. Mm -hmm. So when something that's actually quality, but also fun and brings joy and, and that like a kid can actually go to a movie theater and watch it, it blows up because there's just not a whole lot of stuff out there like it. 
and I feel like we're slowly kind of moving towards a place of, okay, let's let's put some smiles on people's faces mm-hmm. again because we've seen all like the darker stuff, but like let's create good quality stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fine. I feel like Ted Ted Lasso is a good example of that kind of stuff too, where uh, it just makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like a lot of shows have kind of taken that approach recently. Like Shit's Creek blew up and got really big. Yeah. Because of that whole concept. And yeah. The people that wrote it would would tell you that if you like watched <coughs> there's documentaries about it so like Schitt's Creek comes to mind in that vein yeah but but yeah that's a great point I I think that's so true of I think there is a lot of content out there that it's like I talk to people all the time about how the content you take in shapes your brain way more than you realize yeah. kind of until after the fact you're like oh crap why am I like down in the dumps about this or mm-hmm. why am I so focused on x y or z and it's like oh because I've been taking in content that even like subconsciously is giving me this message <clears throat> and so to take in life-giving stuff or even to set boundaries around things that aren't life-giving to use that word I think is super impactful so it's cool that like you have that perspective Carol of just putting good content out into the world for that reason I think there's definitely a need for it for sure yeah so you are a junior in college? yes okay so what what's next right like you're studying film you have this incredible vision incredible dream like what? What do you hope that you're actually doing in the industry in the next five to ten ten years? Um. So this summer I was gonna move to LA. Oh, cool. But um, d- actually decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> um. And I'm working at um my summer camp that I worked at last year oh, cool. called Canna Cook. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, cool. which is a Christian summer camp. Um, and I do video for them. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, not going concert. to LA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not going to LA, but you know, doing something just as great. Um. But my plan, I get asked this a lot as well. Um, my plan, I think, I tell people I'm probably gonna end up like moving to LA and like cool. trying to like get in there. Um, but honestly, like I'm down for like whatever, like wherever life takes me. I'm that's I feel like I know that's like where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I think the plan would honestly like if it was like like I could like foresee my future. It's like, I see myself going to LA. Um, and then hopefully like my dream would be like to do like kids content, like cool. something with like the storytelling of that. That's awesome. So yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> was it hard to not choose LA then? It was just because like the pressure of like, kind of like, especially like junior year, it's like, whoa, like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's like, it's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, totally. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like I'm, 21 years old yeah. like i yeah. like i feel like i'm still like a kid yeah totally yeah. um and especially like at like tcu there's a huge push like yes for like to get this huge internship totally. and everything and i remember like the first like part of the year i was like i was like what am i supposed to be doing like right. am i supposed to be going to like i was like my hope like because i worked at canna cook last year and then like at the end of the year they're like are you coming back next year i was like no i got plans <laughs> like i literally told them yeah. no yeah and then um they like text me they're like so are you working like are you wanting to work at camp again like i know you said probably no and i was like I was like, probably not, but like, there's also a sliver of me, like yeah. reach back, like reach back out to me in a few <laughs> months. Um, and then, yeah, I just sat on it for a long time, um, and prayed about it for hours and hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then I realized I was like, I don't think I should be going to LA. Like, I cool. think I should be at camp again. Dang. That's yeah. awesome. Good for you. Yeah. yeah. There, there really is a pressure from like my experience working with college students there like 
Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I should be at Goldman Sachs by sophomore year, yeah. right? And it's, that's like Goldman Sachs. Like yeah. that's a very common like yeah. people's goals. Yeah. Totally. Like, Do you feel feel too that like because the school as as a whole is so geared towards like business and finance and stuff like that, that doing anything in film is kind of it's like, oh, are you are you doing that kind of fun weird film thing still? Yeah, it's definitely like because like everyone's always like it's like my friends are all like business or nursing, so yeah. it's like and it's like I'm film, yeah. like yeah. what's yeah. up? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a unicorn. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but I also have I'm a double major, so I have strategic communication. Oh, so cool. it's like also like I do uh, have more of like that industry yeah. like Very driven TCU side. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's like a mix of both in a way. So it's like I feel like drawn to do like all this like businessy stuff, but then it's like I feel drawn to do like all this like creative stuff. Yeah, so it's totally. definitely like butt heads sometimes yeah, but also sure. like it works out like so well together yeah, totally yeah. yeah that's awesome i bet even having that background too has probably shaped how you even think about your tiktok right mm-hmm. like as like strategic communication of it right i mean yeah. i would assume yeah and too being in tcu's culture i i feel like i have such a privilege of knowing and loving so many people that have either graduated from there or are currently in school there and I, had I gone to TCU, I would have died. I would have killed <laughs> over. Like, I could not hang. I, I, I really deeply respect people that do well. And, and I feel like there's such a drive at TCU in every area. And even like when you start blowing up on TikTok, do you feel like you felt pressure? Like, oh, because I've done it once, I've got to continue to deliver. Yep. Because it's like, even like after I like put like last February when I had like Mm -hmm. you know like blew up it was like oh like what am i gonna do next like how do i like keep competing with (laughs) myself and it's like you get in your head sometimes because it's like it's like you've done it but it's like how do i do it again but it's like oh i should be happy i like already did it but it's like you keep like wanting more but it's like oh that's not really what it's about like i'm just like posting content for fun right yeah Yeah. and i mean i can imagine too that that's how it starts right it's like oh like i'm gonna be on on here posting stuff for fun and then one thing goes viral and then all of a sudden it's like, okay, how do I monetize this? How does this become a yeah. business? How does this become like the thing that gets me to that next step? And it kind of, I would imagine that it can quickly suck the joy out of just creating mm-hmm. once you realize that like the metrics are in your favor and stuff like that. Yes. Has that been your experience? Yes, it does. Like crazy. And like, even like that such puts like such a block on like my creativity. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, I'm thinking of this, like, and it's like, oh, I want this to go viral, but it's yeah. like no, I just want to make like a funny video. And like, that's what I've always like. My best videos have just been stuff that I like posted randomly Mm -hmm. for like fun. Buying your first home is so exciting, but let's be honest. It's also overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, first you have to figure out where you want to live. Then you have to figure out if you'll be approved for a loan. Then you've got to think about inspections, closing costs, insurance, and property taxes, all on top of making the offer and hoping they accept it. It's a lot. But lucky for you, our friends at League Real Estate are here to make buying your first home an incredible experience. In fact, LeagueRE.com slash close is your one-stop shop for anything related to buying your first home. We're talking advice on mortgage lending, how to calculate your monthly payment, access to incredible agents, and so much more. So if you feel overwhelmed by everything that goes into buying a home, rest easy knowing the incredible people at League are here to help guide you through it every step of the way. They're here for you and ready to serve. So again, that's LeagueRE.com slash close for the absolute best home buying experience. 
Can we ask you some fun random questions of before course. we? I love these questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what are some of your oddly specific love languages? I love going on walks with people. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. a good one. I feel like that's a pretty big one. Like a lot of people also like that. Yeah. Um, and just like talking with them, like yeah, it's just like going on a walk and talking, nothing better yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also I love notes. Like every single note I get, I like keep under my bed. <laughs> yeah. Do you keep it in a shoebox? I have like a big. I keep like all my little like keepsakes in there yeah. and stuff, and I just yeah. like put it in there and stuff. I love that. Yeah. I do the same thing. For some reason, when you said that, I just envisioned you like sliding them under your mattress and like <laughs> yeah. just like yeah. lift up your mattress yeah. and just like notes yeah. everywhere. You move to LA, but and yeah, it's like, what's this trinket? Sticking it in a box makes a whole lot yeah. more sense. It's like some of my like old teeth that I gave to the tooth fairy. <laughs> <laughs> in there. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay, what is your favorite story to tell? Meaning that we usually catch this in the sense of like you're at a party and there's a lull. It's just awkward. And someone says, Carol, we need you to bring life to the party. We need you to get this place going. Tell a story. Get get the people going. Which you're probably already doing. (laughs) (laughs) What's your go-to story? I have so many stories. I literally was thinking this on the way there because like so many people like ask me like they're like oh like tell us a funny story. I'm like I was literally thinking through my head like <laughs> what am I like yeah. I have so many. Yeah. Um, but usually my go-to is I used to have a pet turkey. Okay. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> how 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 do you get? You a- want the story? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Please. She's like that's um, just the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a starter. Um. So when I was in fifth grade, we moved to a house um, and I grew up in St. Louis, like very big, like suburban, like, you know, like one acre houses, Um, everything just standard brick house. Um, But we moved to a house with like a big yard and like it had like horse pastures and like a barn and everything. Um, And we just moved. um, And then the story goes a whole nother direction but (laughs) we have like this distant family friend okay um like not super close um but they had chickens and um they sent their son to like go get chickens uh chicken eggs and like they hatched and as a joke he got like a turkey egg as well so like these chickens like we're growing and they're like that is not a chicken that's a turkey (laughs) um (laughs) but they kept it anyways and like he like started um domesticating it. Like he would like sit on his lap every day and just like pet it. No way. And like it literally like was like a dog. Like I thought it was a dog. Like it not even turkey. dog. I thought it was a person. Wow. Um, it was like the most social turkey I've ever <laughs> like. <laughs> never thought I would like those yeah. words would come together like social turkey. <laughs> right, right. But it was a so- like it was an extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was an extrovert. What was its name? Urkel. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> even better. <laughs> Um, but then their son was going to college and they're like, um, we like ran into them at the wedding and like, they were like, oh, we have this Turkey. We heard you have land. And like, my mom was like, yeah, like not like did not think through the process of a Turkey. They didn't say anything really about the Turkey. They're just like, it's a Turkey. And like, my mom thought it was just going to be like, oh, it'll just like hang out in her yard and stuff. Right. Yeah. She's like, Thanksgiving's coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so they, they're like, okay, can we give it to you like next week? So their son pulled up and then in the passenger seat of the car was a turkey. Like <laughs> in the passenger seat. Yes. A, a full on turkey. Like, like yeah. 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 Named I would imagine is not wanting to live in the pasture. It's wanting to live like in, in the, the house, house, under the roof. And turkeys are big. Yeah. And this one was like obese. Like <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like it was a fat turkey. So like he pulled up and like literally just like picked it up, what like plopped it in our backyard. It? I think we had like, 
trying to remember. I think we gave it like chicken food or I okay. think there might have been turkey food or something. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, so anyway, so it pulls up in the car. Yeah, and he just plops his turkey off and he's like, all right, like here's Urkel. Yeah. And we're like, what in the world? <laughs> and like this turkey kept following us around. <laughs> like it was like a lost puppy. And we're like, what in the world? That would freak me out. Yeah. Um, but this like turkey became like my best friend. <laughs> like I love this turkey. Um, and how old were you then? I was in fifth or sixth grade. Okay, very formidable. Um, yeah. And literally I would paint the turkey's nails and everything. Like how weird, like that's weird. <laughs> like, and it lets you? Yes. That's and amazing. like, it would also like whenever we would have like parties, like it would just like be in the, like we'd have like parties on our porch. It would just be in the mix. No like way. with the people and like people were just like, Oh yeah. Like there's a turkey right there. <laughs> like, all right, this is normal. Like what in the world? And I like, picturing like a cocktail party. That's literally what it was. A turkey walking around. And, like it loved people. And like, it would like there's press like up against you. And the turkey's yeah. just next to the fire pit. Uh, and I remember like waking up one morning and I look outside of my mom, just outside <laughs> having like a cup of coffee and the turkey's like sitting next to her on the chair and she's like petting it. I'm like, what? Like this could not be real. You're like, this is the twilight zone. Yeah, yeah, like that I'm dreaming. Gold, that should be a golden retriever. Yeah, it was like That's, it was like more than that. Like it, yeah. got, like it was like a human dust. Is, is Urkel still with us? No, that's a, that's another story. <laughs> oh, no. Um, but yeah, basically, and then like we would like oh, sorry, I have another story. No, keep going. Yeah. Don't be um, sorry. So like this thing was like our pet, and like also like every time we would leave the house like in our car. It like loved us so much that it would chase after us. No like, way. The, and it would like the way it ran was so <laughs> like it would, it was just so fat and it would like wobble <laughs> like side to side, like chasing <laughs> after our car. But one day um, I woke up one morning um, and my mom was being like really suspicious. Uh, um, sus. Yeah. My mom was being say. really suspicious. And then like, um, I like would always like go and like, cause Urkel was always like up in the back porch, like doing yeah. stuff. Um, the next one I would always like look at him, <laughs> look drink, at him, you know, drinking his coffee, working out, normal yeah. thing. doing abs, <laughs> abs day. That's what it felt like, honestly. <laughs> um, and then like my mom was being really weird. And I was like, where's Urkel? She was like, oh, in the garage. Don't go in there though. Uh, and I like, I was like weird. And then, so I like opened the garage and it like, my mom was like, mom was like, close that. He's trying to sleep. <laughs> like, no, it wasn't. Um, and I like, the I'm garage. 15. Yeah. <laughs> Urkel's there was just like mounds of food for some reason. And he just like, got, I opened the door, just like gobbles at me. Yeah. And I was, my mom was like, mom was like, we're late. And then, so I left, went to school that whole day. And like, my mom picked me up. She's like, I have something to tell you. Urkel was attacked last night. <laughs> and then. Um, and then they're like they're like they're like she was like i searched all day like i called every single vet and like literally the entire like area and like i couldn't find any but i found this one bird doctor they've never worked on a turkey before but like they said they'd give it a shot like urkel's like going into surgery in 30 minutes and she was like she was like we have to go so i showed up there like Urkel's there and like it, my mom put Urkel in like our Christmas tree box because that was the no only thing that way. could like big enough to hold him. <laughs> like this huge like Christmas tree box I want to hear there. your mom's perspective on this story <laughs> <laughs> Urkel's there and like there's like a crowd around him of like people there and they're like we love this turkey can we please have this turkey because it was like literally having the time of its life like yeah. it was being so spoiled and then they're like okay like we're bringing Urkel like into surgery and like for some reason like 
we watched the whole surgery. Oh, like, no way. There was like a window and like I just watched my turkey get like soda. <laughs> <laughs> and they put like this like bucket over its head to like go to sleep. And like yeah. I just remember like it was like the weirdest sight ever because it was like trying to like yeah. fight yeah. off the bucket and stuff. And the vet was like putting over its head because it was like the like thing that puts it to sleep or whatever. Yeah, right. um, and I just watched this turkey like getting surgery. Um, I'm and, like, dying that you took your turkey to get like medical surgery like yes. from like a legit veterinarian yes and watch the whole thing i bet like, that vet's thinking like i literally people hunt these yeah. <laughs> like you're in missouri like yeah. like it's not like people aren't familiar with like turkey hunting yeah and yeah like it was like all my friends and like i remember like in sixth grade like in like that's when i first got instagram like a lot of the boys in my school is like hunted and they'd like post pictures of them like with their hunted turkeys and i'd come i'd be like you're terrible <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like turkeys like i love them <laughs> um and then yeah, it had surgery, and, like, the price of that surgery <laughs> was, like, it was, like, I think they, like, totaled it, like, by the minute was, oh like, the gosh. cost of that surgery. Yeah, yeah. But it was, like, crazy expensive <laughs> yeah. for this to turkey. To save this freaking turkey. Yeah, yeah. and the turkey was having the time of its life. Yeah, yeah, he oh, lived. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, year later, different story, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, a year later, so it was, like, a week. I was in seventh grade. No, I was in eighth grade. Um. So you'd had him for a while. Yeah, we had him for a while. And, like, it was starting to get to the point where it was, like, I think turkeys kind of start to get mean mm. after, like, once it hit, like, five years, especially male turkeys. So we were kind of, yeah. like, it wasn't mean yet, but we were kind of worried. We were, like, what's going to happen when yeah. it does, like, start to get mean and stuff. Mm. Um, and then it was, like, Thanksgiving happened. And then two <laughs> days later, um, I was si- I remember I was sick that day. And I, like, stayed home. And my mom, my mom can never tell me bad news. So she, like, <laughs> yeah. tries to, like, play it off. Like, yeah. something else happened, like. She's the like, turkey in the garage. She's yeah. like, Urkel's asleep. Yeah. And like that morning, she's like, I can't find Urkel anywhere. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'll go look for him. I was like deathly ill. And yeah. it was like cold outside. So I was wandering around my neighborhood, like trying to find this turkey for like hours. And I was like, I was like, I can't find Urkel. And I was like freaking out. And then like my dad came home and he sat me down. He was like, he was like, Caroline, sometimes animals die and i was like you're kidding me and i was like i was like first of all like my turkey's dead second of all i just like wandered around in the cold for like sick for like five hours looking for this turkey like you could have told me this like save me some heartbreak yeah um Did yeah no he was dead and she yes she knew, she knew. and just let you wander around yeah. for yes <laughs> yes and like i was like why he's like i don't know where he is yes i think she just cannot tell people bad news yeah. so she's like it's just easier to like lie about it yeah. i guess yeah. um and she watched you get up out of bed yeah like wandering around <laughs> like it was like frosty outside yeah, like it was yeah. so cold i just imagine her texting your texting your dad being like well Carol's in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> She's looking for Urkel. And your dad's probably like, you've got to tell her. Yeah. I think she'll be occupied for at least four hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You've but got I, time to come home from work and break the news. Yeah. But I posted it on Instagram and I was like, like of my like, turkey dying. <laughs> like I posted this like, heartfelt thing. I was like, I was like, Urkel, you meant the world to me. Everything in like, like, but I'm not telling you, like, the city, like, was mourning with really? us. Like, yeah. everyone. Was so sad. Yeah. But also, like, in my, like I was devastated. But in my mind, I was like, this is kind of funny. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, people, like, made, like, graphics. Of, like, no way. Turkey, they're, like, ripper cold. <laughs> so funny. And, like, people I have not talked to in, like, years were, like, yeah texting me and they're like they're like oh my I'm gosh so like sorry Urkel's for your dead. Loss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like Urkel can't be dead and like people like people I played like volleyball with in yeah. like 
fifth grade were emailing like their parents were like emailing my parents no and be like is it true and everything like, it was the talk <laughs> of the town true. this turkey i feel like there are people that die that and don't, don't get, get as much, much recognition yeah, as urkel got yeah urkel legend like will yeah. not be forgotten <laughs> like he left an impact yeah. what y'all should do is y'all should try to find like a wall and paint like a giant like urkel a mural, mural of urkel and what my this is so funny but my parents like my when it like my dad it <laughs> sorry you can cut this out of it like if this is like weird but like it just like was I think in, we're way past yeah. it. <laughs> but it was like just like in my driveway like passed out one morning and my oh, dad was no. like uh oh yeah and that's like it was like dead and my dad was like uh oh like what uh, are we gonna do with it so he put it in a trash bag <laughs> and like put it in his car and my mom was like you can't throw it away yet because like Caroline might want to like say bye yes. and he was like he was like it was smelling terrible like I oh, had yeah. to get rid of it mom was yeah. like don't get rid of it like we haven't told Caroline yet <laughs> Um, a burial. Yes. And then so my dad was like, I ha like she was like, my car smells terrible. I have to get rid of this turkey. So he was like, he was like, so he was like, so I went to like a dumpster far away, threw it in, said it Hail Mary, and then peace. And then my mom was like, oh, my hilarious. mom was like, she like when they told me they're like, they're like, I was like, so where is Urkel? And they're like, we can get him back if you want. And my dad was like, no. Yeah. And my mom was like, like something like my mom like mentioned. She was like, we can get him stuffed. Oh my like, God. Could you imagine getting got him taxidermy? Yeah. Like, uh, just have him forever in your house. Yeah. Just like, like post it Urkel. up. That would have been terrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Urkel. I mean, what else? Like it was like a legend. Like That's we should have. Like honestly. Wow. <laughs> I just picture seventh grade you sitting on your back porch memorizing the Gettysburg Address yeah. petting Urkel <laughs> at the same yeah. time just like, like reading the Gettysburg Address to Urkel yeah, <laughs> yeah. Urkel. is that wow. right is it four score yeah, yeah. okay yeah, 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 yeah. four okay. score and yeah. seven years ago yeah. <laughs> that's amazing wow I had no idea that's where today would go yeah Urkel the, Urkel, the extroverted turkey yeah oh, so <laughs> love funny. it so wow last question this pod podcast is called Nowhere Close to Famous. However, if you could be famous for one thing, what would that be? Ooh, even though it's, like, non-achievable, I would want to act. Yeah? Yeah. Even though, like, I'm, like, not, like, an actress, I would I still... I think it's non-achievable. Yeah, I can you try. Know. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but people do that for a career. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, people really? Do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, like yeah. Emma Stone? No. <laughs> <laughs> why, uh, why do you feel like you, you couldn't act? Um, I just love, like, I think it's the fun, like, I took, like, drama in high school, yeah. like, I, like, in grade school, but, like, like, I wasn't, like, I, I would try out for, like, plays, but would get, like, cut every time. No, you got cut. <laughs> yes, because, like, the drama, like, they're like, the we can't trust school, her. Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't trust her. It was, like, girl. really, it was, like, Shakespeare and stuff, and I was, yeah. like, I'm not Shakespeare, like, yeah. <laughs> um, and then also, like, it was, like, our school's like really big on like musicals and stuff. And like, yeah. I can't sing or dance at yeah. all. Okay, but yeah. I would still try out, like could not sing or dance. And so like, literally I would like go and sing. And I was like, and like, I remember like I tried out one day and like the choir teacher was like, what key do you want? And I was like, I don't know what a, that is. I was yeah. like, I was like, whatever you're feeling. <laughs> I just like, started singing. <laughs> they're like, I'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're pick one out for me. Surprise you're, me. You're like, watch this. Yeah. <laughs> you're about to witness magic. <laughs> I was like, there's no way they can cut me. Like yeah. I was, yeah. I was so great. And like, I was so bad. Like I yeah. couldn't dance or sing. Yeah. Um, and then like, I tried out for like a Shakespeare play. Not, I'm not a Shakespeare girl, yeah. but I like took like drama and stuff. And it's just like the funnest thing ever. Yeah. Like to me, like so fun, just like being on a stage or like, and like even like being in film, like I've like 
not like seriously, but I've like acted in like sure. some of my like friend stuff and yeah. everything. Have you done improv? I signed up for an improv class last week. I didn't show up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe later on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been like one of like my like lifetime like goals is to like somehow like on my bucket list. It's like to be like an extra in like some big movie yeah. like somehow, oh, cool. which I feel like. Totally. It's like if you live in LA, you could just go to yeah. open casting stuff. Yeah, and a lot of my and, like, friends. Be an extra. Yeah, a lot of my friends have just like been extras in like random things. So I'm like, I feel like it's not that hard. No, you can <laughs> yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can show up. Yeah, I'll just show up on set. Like if they yeah. take me, they take me. Like Yeah. You know, barista number three. You, yeah. you could totally <laughs> would kill play that role. <laughs> just give me a line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, here's your coffee. Yeah. yeah. Gerald. Yeah. Coffee for Gerald. Like, you <laughs> could nail, nail that. I would still find a way to, like, mess it up, though. Yeah. I'd, like, do it too dramatically. Yeah. And they'd be like, get off. Gerald. Like, Gerald, your coffee's ready. <laughs> yeah. I'd, like, start like, crying. I can cry on command. <laughs> like, I have to show them all my tricks. <laughs> yeah, I really need to impress them. You're like, she is botching this role. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, dream dream type of role as an actress. Ooh, that's tough. Um, I I have to play like I cannot be something normal. Okay. Yeah. Like I have to play something really like random, or just like out of like I could not like act Melissa like, McCarthy and Bridesmaids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like Fat Amy and like um, yeah. Pitch Perfect, like yeah, yeah. that kind of vibe, or also just like the villain, like this, <laughs> yeah. like the Joker or something, yeah. like. Yeah. I cannot be like the romantic like love interest. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> do you um, do uh, voiceover stuff too? Um, like for like my friends, like yeah. pro like school projects and yeah. stuff. I will, but I'm like I'm such I'm so bad at reading out loud. Oh really? Um, but like with for some of my like own projects, I've done yeah. it for and stuff. Um, if I c it's funny because like I can do it better like in like like a more like if i'm in a character i like yeah. do better at it but if i'm like doing it myself i'm like i can't i can't yeah. do this so yeah yeah cool well i say we try to get her yeah an acting gig oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got I'm anything for sure i have no connections but i have a very active prayer life so, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens <laughs> we'll ask god about it yeah. Yeah. i'll talk to god about it that's, that's my one connection yeah. <laughs> i know no one in hollywood yeah. Yeah. that's amazing um, girl you're awesome thank you so was, much yeah, for stopping by so fun yeah, yeah. Well, we hope that you enjoyed our conversation with Carol McGowan. And if you did, there are many more coming your way just like it. So make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And as always, be sure you follow us on Instagram and you can find us at Nowhere Close to Famous Pod. As always, thanks for tuning in. Stay ordinary.